Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle. I am your guest speaker. I'm stepping in for Amy Izzo. And uh, today we're going to talk about leadership principles, especially as they relate to running a team. So hopefully uh, you are either part of an organization and you're getting this kind of support and, and coaching and training, or you hope to build something. And I'm going to give you some of the tools and resources to be thinking of so that you can have not only the success you want, but the culture you want. I've been a part of building many companies and I've seen them built with terrible cultures. I've seen them built with good cultures and my preference is always the latter. So um, if you think about it, whether you're growing a small team or running a big company, at the end of the day, everyone involved, they're still human, right? And what, what we all really would like in our work environment is to be supported, to be valued and appreciated, to be compensated fairly, and to have the opportunity to succeed and grow. And so in an independent contractor environment like real estate, uh, supported and valued and appreciated are the kind of the keys for us as realtors and team leaders, because those are the things we can directly affect, right? Uh, compensated fairly, well, if you're with your firm, that was a big part of your decision to join that firm, right? So. Uh, hopefully you already feel like you are. If you're not, talk to me. I can tell you why EXP is better, but this is not an advertisement for EXP. Um, and then the opportunity to succeed and grow, well, that's internal, right? So as long as you have this sort of platform to work from, we all have that opportunity. And that's, you know, to be honest, why I love real estate. People ask me all the time, why am I so passionate about it after 35 years? And to be honest, it's because I learn something new every friggin' day. And that keeps it so engaging and interesting because uh, I'd get bored. You know, if I were, I, I live here in Seattle. If I worked at Boeing stamping out 747s or whatever the latest plane is, uh, I'd be bored to death, right? So uh, real estate keeps me engaged and ex exciting. So let's talk about kind of the support and the valued and appreciated part because um, that's where you can have the greatest impact, right? I mean, think about it. When, when you all got your license that first day, it was exciting and terrifying at the same time, right? And then you get your first request to do a CMA and you're like, oh crap, how do I do that? Can I go lean on somebody, get a, find a mentor, or am I just going to impose on somebody that's not willing to help me, but they have to, because I keep badgering them, right? So when you're a team leader, what you want to do is you want to deliver support in as many different forms and media as you can, because everybody sort of has their favorite, you know, medium. It's kind of like when I when I'm talking to sellers, you know, we talk about the images of the home that we're going to put on the Internet and how we deliver those in a variety of different media whether it's still photos, video, drone, 360, you know, Matterport type. And the reason is we never know that the person who's on the internet looking at that property, we don't know 
what their favorite medium is. Well, same goes for training realtors, right? Some realtors want to be left alone so they can read something. Some realtors want to watch video late at night because they have a full-time job maybe or kids that they're taking care of during the day and they get peace and quiet and it's time to kind of buckle down and start learning. <clears throat> so what we do is we deliver our training via video. So that can be logged on 24 seven. Uh, we deliver it via Zoom, like you're seeing right here, right? We also do live training. We also do group training. And then the last one, and probably the most important because it ties into the valued and appreciated piece of this is one-on-one -on -one training for folks, right? Whether that's via Zoom or uh, live one-on-one -on -one or, or over the phone. So what kind of training are you gonna do? Right, that can be the next hardest part is to cultivate the content and cultivate the materials that you want to deliver. Well, I, like I said, I've been doing this a very long time. I've been recording it for most of that time. And so I've built out a pretty sizable YouTube channel. So if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll find everything from uh, how, to, how to get 4% on buyer transactions, let that sink in for a minute, right? Sometimes you're only offered two or two and a half. We train on a method to get four on every single buyer. It's got um, how to master social media. It's got how to build a YouTube channel. It's, it's even got a section and a chapter or playlist of every contract addendum in our MLS. I used to have what I called contract Wednesdays. And that was just my way of doing live training, but recording it so we could cover the financing addendum and then cover the optional clauses and then, you know, fill in the blank, septic, whatever. Well, now my, the folks on my team have a place they can go and my YouTube channel's open. So anybody can go there, but remember, these are all Washington state forms. So if you want to study Washington state forms, go for it. You're welcome to, but that's, that's a wonderful repository for training, right? And then you're able to, as you're leading these folks, drive them to that training. And so you kind of give a mixture of, hey, watch this video and then come back to me with whatever questions you might have, right? Because I can fill in the gaps for you. And that generates some entrepreneurial spirit in the individual because they want to own it and go out and study it and learn it. But at the same time, they're still feeling that support from you, right? And that that helps people get where they want to go knowledge-wise. Now, in in my organization, I'm also a, a huge benefit is this training you're on right now, right? The agent power huddle. The, the agent power huddle training is five days a week, every week. And it's under the umbrella of the agent collective. So we have this additional huge resource of trainings, um, shows, podcasts, you name it, and it's all in a searchable library. So, so that's another avenue where the members of my team can go and get training on whatever topic they might want, right? It's, uh, it's pretty powerful when you can tell everyone on your team, hey, I don't care what topic you want training on, we've got it, right? That's pretty awesome. And that's the, the search feature helps us deliver that. Um, also under that umbrella, we have um, a Monday mastermind. So that helps the members of my team feel like they're part of a bigger organization 
and still get the kind of free form brainstorming that we all love about masterminds. Like, I don't know about you, but I absolutely love going to masterminds because I get to, you know, say hi and shake hands with folks that I've only been seeing on Zoom for the last couple of years. But also, uh, I always leave with a couple ideas that are immediately implementable in my business. And that's pretty awesome. Right. And I'm always just kind of on the lookout for those. So the mastermind is a good one. Uh, I also have a link called zoomwithed.com. And I do a daily training for my brokers at 9 a.m., five days a week. So that we call that success hours. Now, here's the power of this. And I, I encourage you, if you're a team leader, consider doing this. Because what, what I found many years ago was uh, the gotta minutes were killing me, right? I, I was in an in office environment and people were constantly poking their head in my door and going, hey, you got a minute, right? And so what I did is I said, uh, I'm going to set up this daily training that you can always drop in on and ask any question you want, right? And what that did is that sort of culled together all the gotta minutes and steered them into this one hour of the day. Now that unlocked a couple different things for me. Number one, in in when I first started doing it, I was the designated broker of the firm, right? So I had some my my cheese was hanging in the wind a little bit, right? If if guys and gals went out there and screwed up, it was going to be me that got fined or sued or or brought before the panel, the disciplinary panel. So by training them daily, I limited that dramatically. In fact, I can't even remember the last time I had to go in front of the panel. Is probably about the time I started doing these meetings, which was uh, 2016. So I've been doing them for six years. And the other thing that it unlocked is everyone on your team now knows that they're never more than 23 hours from getting the undivided attention of you, right? So, so they're going to start to learn that, wow, this is a, a really complex question or problem. I'm going to bring it to success hours in the morning. Uh, they also will text me during the day and I'll say, is this time sensitive or can we cover it in success hours? Because your question is a great question, but there's other people that could learn from the answer to your question, right? So you create this environment of people that really kind of hold off on asking their questions because they want to benefit the greater good in the team. And so they deliberately uh, bring it to that, right? Like I, I can see Matt here on this Zoom meeting. He emailed me yesterday morning at like 8 a.m. Hey, here's something I'd like to cover in success hours because I think it would be good for everybody. And I'm like, you betcha, right? And shoot, we probably spent 40 minutes of the hour on that topic. It was awesome. So anyway, that that has been a really sort of pillar of how I've led my team. And it's, it's a... a Selfless isn't the right word, right? It's self-serving. Like it benefits me to steer people to this sort of venue because it limits the risk I have of them making a mistake. It also creates an environment where when they're faced with something that could be a challenge or a potential risk, they table it and they go, you know what? I'm going to ask my managing broker, let me get back to you in the morning. And we all know the average consumer or the average person, they don't expect you to know everything. They just want you to go get the answer. And so it's perfectly acceptable to say, you know what? That's a great question. Let me find out and get back to you. 
And then you just got to do it, right? You got to get back to them. So, so that's a really good um, solution for us. And then the last bit of support, which also dovetails well into the valued and appreciated part, is the accountability, right? Because I can meet with agents one-on-one and help them set goals and even steer them to training that's going to help them achieve their goals. But at the end of the day, I can't do the work, right? They have to. And the problem a lot of realtors have is um, they'll make commitments verbally, but they won't write them down. And so when you go to hold them accountable and say, well, did you do X, Y, and Z? They might say, shoot, did I say I was going to do that? I don't remember saying I was going to do that. So all I do is we have a conversation. I take notes on what the commitments are. I give encouragement and, and direction to training videos or whatever. And then I send an email after the meeting that says, here's what you agreed to. See you next week, right? Maybe a little more fluffy and comfy, but that's the gist, right? So it's, hey, you said you're going to tackle these three things. I'll see you on Monday. Good luck. And, and reach out in between if you need any help, right? So accountability to me looks like a weekly meeting for uh, helping somebody achieve their goals, but it all kicks off with a goal setting meeting because I, the way I describe it to especially new realtors is I say, you know, there's hundreds of ways to make money in real estate, literally hundreds, and you should pick the ones that you would enjoy because you're going to do better at the things you enjoy. Like that's just human nature. So I'll describe the different revenue pillars that there are. And I'm not going to do that here. You guys all know, like I'm talking about, do you want to work with investors? Do you want to work luxury? Do you want to work first time home buyers? Do you want to work, you know, uh, whatever. And I, and I do tell them pick three pillars, right? A buyer pillar. So that would be a type of buyer that you want to market to and attract a seller pillar, and then your sphere of influence should be the third pillar always, right? The care and feeding of your sphere of influence. So you're going to lead generate for buyers and sellers, but then by the time you've helped them, they become your friends and you add them to your sphere. So lead generation feeds your sphere of influence and helps it grow. You know, Malcolm Gladwell, if you've ever read um, The Tipping Point, tells you that we all know 212 people. Well, 212 people, if I'm top of mind with those 212, do you know what 212 squared is? It's 44,900 people, right? So I'm, I'm one layer away from 45,000 people. So if I can make my 212 always be thinking of me, then that unlocks the 45,000 because when they're at a dinner party or work or whatever, and somebody says, I'm getting married, divorced, pregnant, whatever, that triggers a real estate transaction, they go, oh, you should talk to my buddy Ed, or you should talk to my buddy, newly licensed realtor in Massachusetts, Lisa, right? So uh, that's, that's kind of the, the goal that I have having a goal setting discussion. And then that unlocks and allows me to follow up and, and hold accountable for the pursuit of those goals. And if you have a, a training and, and content library like we do, that also helps them go, oh, okay, I'm gonna focus on luxury. Well, then I'm gonna go look at every video I've got available to me on luxury, right? And that 
again, not a plug for my company, but that is one of the beautiful things about eXp is it's such a collaborative environment, right? Because if if you said, I want to I want to sell 500 homes next year via open houses, I can connect you with somebody in the company that did that. And they will selflessly tell you everything you need to know so you could do it. And you just don't find that in a lot of firms, right? Because there's a lot of, um, you know, if if this posted note was a lead in a typical firm, if I threw it on the ground, people would dive on it like dogs, right? Because the average agent sells 3.94 homes a year. Well, this is 25% of their income. But in our environment, if you threw it on the ground, they everyone would kind of look around at each other and then they would look at the new guy or gal and they would say, you, you can have it because I know how to lead generate. I can generate five more of these by the end of the day if I want to. But you might not know that yet because you're the new person, right? So go ahead and take it. You get that kind of selfless, you know, generosity, right? It's like the the posture of scarcity versus abundance. I've got tons of videos I've done on that whole thing. But when you have a posture of abundance, it it permeates everything you do, right? And people learn from that. And then they start to do the same thing. Like we track uh, referrals, not just inbound, but outbound, right? How many times did you give your lender's name to someone? How many times did you give your roofer's name to someone, right? Because that invokes the law of reciprocity. Whether whether your lender or roofer is going to give you a referral back doesn't matter to me. I mean, it matters, but that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I want it out there in the ether that I have a generous heart because I'm going to get rewarded for that by karma, right? So if you have that posture of abundance, you will get rewarded the same way. Uh, so finishing up the valued and appreciated part the best way to do that, obviously, is face to face or at least voice to voice. If you go to my YouTube channel, I have a video on the communication continuum. But the, the very, very short version of it is, you know, the worst part or worst way to communicate down here is email. And the best way is face to face. Right. And then there's all these degrees in between, which include texting, voice to voice, et cetera. So, we should always, especially with those that we lead, be driving towards the highest level of communication we can achieve, which is face-to-face, at least voice-to-voice. Zoom is kind of a weak stepsister of face-to-face, but with cameras on, it's better, right? Um, So how do we do that on my team? Well, we do the daily Zoom meeting, right? Success hours. We also do a monthly live team meeting. So that's a good opportunity to really get face-to-face with everybody. And we provide lunch and and cover training topics that they ask for. I mean, that's a big part of all this in my mind is let let your team drive the agenda for these trainings because that's what they want to learn, right? I think probably the last hundred trainings I've done, 90 of them were driven by my agents and the 10 that weren't kind of indirectly were because it was me driving, Hey, let's talk about the shift in the economy, which 
some of my agents still were the ones asking for it, right? Because, you know, when you have a, a better macro view of what's going on in the market, or in my case, it's just experience, right? I've been through so many shifts. I kind of know what's happening and where it's going. And, and that's powerful for the folks that uh, don't, <laughs> right? So um, those are the ways that we provide the environment for people to succeed. And then the company that you're with and the comp plan that they provide help dial in the fair compensation piece of this. So um, that's kind of it. If you lead with a selfless attitude, you'll be rewarded. So I'd love to open it up to questions or we can kind of wrap it up if not. I did such an amazing job. There are no questions. Cool. All right. Well, I hope you found this helpful. Oh. Hey, Ed, I have a question. Yeah. It's Dave Robles. Hey, Dave. How are you, friend? <laughs> good, man. Good, man. Good to see you. you how too. many How many agents are you coaching? Um, like, I love this idea of that hour, that daily hour, because I get a lot of got a minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. How many agents are participating in that? So I have 15 in my organization and I'd say on any given day, it can be anywhere from four to eight or nine. It's, it's never all 15. Are these like on your team or in your EXP organization? So for me, those are the same thing right now. Uh -huh. gotcha. Although I, I can't say that I just, I just got my first sort of second level um, addition. So but most of them are on my team. And within that, I have, uh, they're split into folks that I generate leads and appointments for, and then folks that I don't, but I support them with training and, and support. So they're all gotcha. welcome to come. The other part of it that I found helpful, Dave, is um, I'll invite people that aren't on my team, you know, cause it's a good, it's a really good way for them to get a feel for our culture, like my team's culture. If right, they just right. drop in and, and say hi or, or drop in and say nothing. And one thing That's that right. I point, point out to new people is, hey, if, if I were in your shoes, I would plug into that meeting and I would come every day. Like I had an agent, uh, this goes back four or five years. She had never sold a house before in her life. She's Chinese. So she was... Uh, had an advantage on the average transaction size, but she didn't have any skills or knowledge. So she came to success hours every day for four years. In those four years, she went from 25 million in sales to 50 million in sales to 100 million in sales and learned everything she knows from just listening to the questions others were asking. And so I just, I cite that example to people and they're like, okay, I definitely need to do that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really awesome. How often do you meet one-on-one -on -one with the agents? So if they're just starting out or struggling, I'll meet with them once a week. So I have like uh, four or five of them in that category right now. I'm also a certified mentor. So what I told the folks at eXp is put my mentorship on hold because I don't want to mentor anyone outside of my team. But assign everybody that comes on my team to me because then I can plug them into success hours and, and all the other 
tools and resources. And that's been working pretty well. Um, so that's what I do. Cool. Thank you so much, bud. Good to see you. Yeah, you too, man. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.